there's a zillion Ezra Kleins out there running the media who are constantly no no no, no. that's not what I'm saying <laughs> I was I was reaching I was re- reaching for the Jew I was button. reaching for one this. of our attorneys <laughs> is a Jew. We, uh, hi, friends that are listening. Um, I want to report on very sad news. Uh, we just really had a disastrous uh, recording session just now. Really, really problematic. Um, it's Isaac's fault, as usual. Guest selection was pretty poor. <laughs> no, it's not guest selection. It's just it's doing a thing where the guest is responsible for content. We shouldn't be doing that. Just have to not do that. Hmm. You can't make the guest the content source. Yeah, I guess. I offered too. I said, Isaac, is there anything I should kind of go? That's all right. Uh, so who's here? Mike Neiman, back uh, again. Or or for the first time. Friend, this may Mike be Neiman, the, or the first episode. This may be the first awesome episode. Awesome to be here. Uh, <laughs> beautiful studio. He's learned how to use the mic. Yeah. Yeah, that while. was a problem too. We're having some mic Related Mike issues. Testing one, some two. Mike-related issues. Oh. <laughs> um, I want to thank everyone who got us up past 50 ratings on iTunes. I was very... I asked for it, and we got it. So thank you, friends, yeah. if you've rated us. Uh, if you haven't, make sure to do that and write some reviews, please. But getting us up above 50 looks very good. It does. 50 real reviews. Yeah, and that's the thing I am most proud of is I didn't go on Facebook and like ask and our friends, can you review our show? I had I somebody text me like when they started their podcast, they said they asked if I could leave them a five-star review and I, I, I was like I never have listened to your show. Like why would I do that? I we didn't do any of those tactics. So, there's like three of Isaac's friends who wrote horrible one-word reviews and then there's a bunch of Only li- one of my friends did that. No. There's a bunch of legit listeners that... that and the only reason that that guy... Hurt. I know who that is. The only reason he did that is because he would text me about the podcast every day. And I just said, Wabi, his name's Wabi. I said, Wabi, just write a fucking review on yeah. the site. And his review is, Wabi is lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. might as well have you not asshole. written anything. <laughs> what kind of friends do you <laughs> keep? Yeah. Uh, Pieces. Ridiculous. I'd rather pay for my real, real reviews. And I have yeah, to I'm issue... Sure many people do that. Oh, yeah, they do. They, you can buy those things all the time. Yeah. I have to issue a correction that I realized um, about an earlier episode. Do you remember when we were talking about the front runner and Gary Hart a few episodes ago? It was the like we talked about a bunch of movies. You'd seen the front runner? Yes. Okay. I do. Uh, I said during that that Gary Hart had a crying scandal, but that's not correct. I'm confusing my Democratic crying scandal uh, things. That was Edmund Muskie that I was thinking of, who got mad because a newspaper published slanderous shit about his wife, so he claimed, and he gave an angry speech, and it was in the snow, and he had snow on his face, and it looked like he was crying. So it pretty much eliminated him from the primary contention in 1972. The first snowflake. Yes. Ah. Correct. I was, you know, it's really weird. I was thinking about that word last night, snowflake. I was lying in bed thinking... What does that word when you call somebody a snowflake? First of all, people who are very liberal are definitely like they 
understand that word and they say it a lot. They're like, oh, you're just going to call me a snowflake, yeah. you know? What does it mean to call someone a snowflake? Why? It's very weird. If you really think about it for a second, why are we calling people snowflakes? Well, I think it comes from that time when you're a kid and they talk about how every snowflake is different and unique. And that's the idea that all so-called libs have about themselves, that we're all special and, and unique and different. And that's what makes us amazing. It's an important right. word. We're all a special a, snowflake. I think yes. it's an important word to have out there, which I don't think has been around longer than five years that I can remember. Yeah. Um, Speaking about a real issue, I mean, the left is I'm pretty liberal on a lot of issues, but, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy time over there. So, yeah, Snowflake has been a, become an effective. So it's a it's a word. warning to liberal people. Well, now yeah, stop like being so sensitive, right. like be a fucking fighter. If you're in the arena, be a fighter. I don't need to see weakness from people who are in leadership roles in any kind of policy. Yeah. Well, now there's, it's well, it's, it's less certain, effective like, now because it's. It's sort of overdone, and now it's used for parody. Right. So yeah, now it's, it's a parody. If somebody yeah. calls you a snowflake, they're just kind of doing the thing. They're, that, right, right, right. They're I, becoming. I don't think Which is, why is. can't that happen with racist on the other side? Like, why does racist just stick forever? Like, a liberal person getting in an argument with a conservative person, if they call them a racist, that still works. It's like, you think Mike can not even say anything racist at all, but if you get called a racist, it's still like, okay, well, fuck, I just lost the argument because yes. I'm a racist. Does it really work? Come on. I don't know. I don't think it should, I but don't it's, think still, it's, as, it's still effective. I don't, I don't think it's why. as effective, just throwing it out there, yeah. especially willy-nilly. Like, these days, you'd have to really point to something and go, like, this is actually a racist thing that you said. I guess. Uh, yeah, it is funny to think about snowflakes. Snowflakes are beautiful, though, and everyone is different. So, <laughs> but together we should embrace like, it. Together they make a white, soft mass. Yeah, just like the liberals. Liberals just have to take it on like faggot. Like that yeah. needs to be. I mean, that's what. Sorry you to introduce it. homosexuality. I know that you guys are uncomfortable, <laughs> and there's too much gay content. Too much gay stuff. Too much gay stuff because one time Matteo says yes, queen. Yes, and you queen. Don't, you don't like that. <laughs> the, good, the good old days when you could use, you used to be able to call a liberal gay, but now you have to call him a snowflake. Yeah, yeah right. Just, Right, you got to change the the terminology. Also, I'm always surprised when I meet someone and they don't know the word. They don't know SJW. Who I, doesn't know that? A lot of people. A lot of times I say, "Oh, like an SJW, blah blah,", blah and they'll be like, "Oh, what?" Why they don't you, know. Why what don't you it define means. it for uh... single Jewish woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that's not what it means. I mean, I'll I'll <laughs> use the, the the Twitter cliche joke, sir. This is a Wendy's. Maybe that's why you're just using it in appropriate context. What? What? You know this, sir, this is a Wendy's? No. Like somebody has a long rant about something, like political, oh, and then you're like, sir, uh, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. So are you using SJW in context where people oh. should understand it? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you're on the phone with your grandma. And no. These SJWs. He's SJWs. She's like, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's even weirder because she's dead. Oh. Oh. So are my grandparents. I miss my grandma. She was a Which one? Was she woman. maternal or paternal? Paternal. Mm. She was my definitely my only good grandparent. The rest Why? Of her. Uh, she was just a very very good person. Mm. You know, she was like a deeply good human being. Where is she from? Really cared. She was from Illinois. Okay. She was. Uh, How old was she when she died? Old, pretty. She was like ninety something. Okay. And I always regret in those d- days before she died. Like I had moments with her. But I regret not like doing more, you know. Like I, I, I wish I had really like looked her in the eyes and said like, 
some things. Instead, it, it was just kind of awkward, and like there were people around, and I was always so, just kind of like, uh, like I was kind of like there, like holding her hand a little bit, and it was just like weird. It's just awkward, and I mean, you always f- think about it later, but in the moment, it's so, it just feels strange. Yeah. Even when my grandfather, my grandfather died in July, and I was there, and one of my cousins was like saying really emotional stuff to him, and I was in the room on the other side of the bed, just like cringing. And I shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't be because it's like that's when you got to say those. But you're just crippled by I don't know expressing emotion. I don't know if it's a dude thing or if it's like a wasp thing or what it is. But I was just like, oh god, just yeah. (laughs) No, it's It's not like it's your child. Stop being so dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like they're dying or something. (laughs) But they are. Yeah, yeah. I know. I I definitely let my like awkwardness get in the way of like saying things I should have said. Yeah, it's uh, hard. I do it when I'm drunk. I, I had a 99-year-old great-grandmother, and I got one last opportunity to hang out with her. Uh, I came in from the bars at like 3 a.m. This is in fucking <laughs> a great Florida idea. Keys. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it it was like, you smell like alcohol, but and let me tell you one thing. LBJ was a man of the people. And you're like, what? That's nothing to do. <laughs> okay, fucking missed that boat. <laughs> that's a great idea, actually. If somebody's on their deathbed, just get fucking trashed. Yeah, that's what and you then you'll do. say what you actually you really feel. That's such I a know. great idea. A I'm going to do that the next time somebody in my family dies. I'm that's getting good trashed. Her caretaker was stealing her underwear as well and her deodorant. She, what? She, 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 that was another claim of hers. It didn't pan out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said we're saying that as true yeah <laughs> the old people are always accusing crazy shit of happening when right. my other grandma she died in like the mid 90s and towards the end she claimed that there was a machine that had been installed that shook her bed at night and then that <laughs> people were pumping green gas and through the vents whoa yeah well what dementia that's classic yes. dementia stuff that, yeah i don't want that i really i want to kill over before that yeah once you see yeah. the green gas well i think it just goes to show that like you have these worries in your life that seems so real and they're always there. Yes. And then when you stop having anything to worry about because you're dying and yeah. everything's taken care of, like the worries don't go away. No. It's going to create new You ones. just have to create something to be worried about. Yeah. And like complain about because that's what we do. Yeah. Me in particular. Every... <laughs> I have this weird... I have this weird thing that... Like I, it's irrational and I don't really believe it. But every time I go visit someone who's like on their deathbed, they die the next day. So I'm like I'm, You're the angel of death I am the angel of death Because it's wow. happened It happened with my grandmother It happened with my dad And it happened with my grandfather Whoa Where I, I'm there Next day They're gone They're gone Maybe Do- they're just waiting to see doctor you Doctor sees yeah. you on the guest list At the hotel Yes it's like do not let this fucking guy Yeah in. If, if you are ever ill in the hospital Don't have me come visit you Because I don't might know end. what he does But don't <laughs> let him near any of the drugs it Might end badly Yeah yeah. That's like me and cities and team football teams winning the Super Bowl. When you move to one? And when I move to one, always in the next few years, they win the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, that's now it's happening here. Having in New Orleans and New York. And always a surprise. What does it mean? Where to next? Fuck. I think it's just... Uh, I'm, I'm in LA. I'm done. I'm in LA. LA is my home. You're I'm for not good? going anywhere. Yeah. I've decided... 
just a great place, LA. I finally fell in love with it. The way I feel about LA is the way that somebody in an arranged marriage feels about their wife after they've been with them for six years. Is <laughs> <laughs> like you just like, wake up one day and you're like, oh, this is this uh, is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love this person. Oh, That's how it was. Sure I was the alternative. Yeah. yeah, she's hot. What, what am I? Yeah, what's wrong? What are you with complaining this? about? Why, why did I care so? It's like I moved here. I got totally stuck. And she loves it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got totally. She loves st- being married. Right. I got totally stuck. I would always come back to LA and be like, oh, this place is a fucking shithole. And then one day I just, I went to New York this year and came back and I was like, I fucking love LA. Yeah. I love this place. Yeah. I don't ever want to leave. Well, New York you is know? a big mess right now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I finally fell in love after all this time. And it's even better than if I loved it in the beginning. Right. Because it's just like, oh. It's earned. Yeah, right. You didn't just show up with Hollywood dreams. I'm like, oh, LA's great because I saw it on TV. Yeah, yeah. It's a good because you've lived in it. I've lived in it and I've dealt. It's, you know, LA has given me the biggest blows that it, that, that it can give, you right. know? And I, and I mean, maybe not the biggest, but. <laughs> you I asked for had many a, of them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Professionally. Ugh, God, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah, how long have you been here total? What's the? Uh, let's see. I moved here in. I moved here in. Uh, I I took the bar in Santa Clara, okay. and I moved here immediately after. So that must have been. When's the bar? Like September. Uh, I failed the first time. Passed the second. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got knocked out the other day before, so that a good excuse. Oh right, I remember that. I remember that. It's randomly identified by gangbanger downtown. What you got? You got. Yeah, like two weeks before the bar. Like a gang initiation that came up and No, they, some dude. I, I, I remember just, this. Like, he had a warrant for his arrest. He knocked me and my friend out. Oh, my, my God. My buddy Matt Oatman asked me to come out for a nightcap. I was like, nah, I'm studying, man. He's like, no, nah, just come out for one. We went out. <laughs> like, next thing we know, we were mistakenly identified as like a rival gang. What? And then they. You look just like a gangbanger. I know, or something. I don't know. Uh, people yeah. listening don't understand how <laughs> ridiculous that sounds. Yeah, but that's what, that's what his police statement said. And I don't know, because I was knocked out. It was a very. Do you remember him? It was just from behind. Very little. Total amnesia. Woke up in the hospital. Oh there, and that was two weeks before the bar. And they gave oh, you some yeah, painkillers. Well, and I tried, no, tried to take totally. it. I, you, that's like impossible to pass. Listeners, just picture the, uh, the actor Patrick Wilson with brown hair. Yeah, you're kind of Patrick Wilson. And then the DA ish. Kind of. Patrick Wilson's great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That was in San Diego. Though. That's San Diego. That and then the San DA Diego. didn't press charges against that kid, so I have what? him on a Google sheet, <laughs> like yeah. that Billy Madison scene. Yeah. Well, you crossed it off. <laughs> I think having a list is important. I the a reply list of... of enemies. Oh yeah. I, the reply all guys talked about this the other day, and I think the point of having a list is not to be. Reply all. Yeah, reply all. Th- th- is not to be mad. The point of having a list is to not be mad. That's what PJ Vote said on that show. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, it's true. Like, if you put somebody on the list, then they're on the list forever. Right. And you, you can, they only get off if you can fuck them back. And if they're not on the list, you just forget about it because then they're not on the list. So it makes you less anxious. I actually made a list uh, a, a year ago. Will you share think, it? Um, of the people that are on it? Yeah. Uh, no, do I don't that? think so. Can you not give names but clues or something? Could you write it down and I um, look at it and I don't, we don't read it on air? You know what the really funny thing is? Of the, all the people on the list, I've had a big opportunity to get the person mm-hmm. back in a huge way that right. manif- just manifested itself like several years after the fact. Yeah. And one of them I failed to do. I yeah. tried, but I failed. And the other one I succeeded. Oh, <laughs> vindictive yeah. so i do think it's like there Bat- is some if you wait around if you wait around you wait for your opportunity you will have a chance to yes, that person back. always 
If you yeah. bide your time, if you bide your and you time wait, and pay attention yeah. and, and wait and plot. Yeah, it'll happen. No, I've done that a few times. It's great. Yeah, that's why you don't fuck people over. I don't fuck people over, man. I don't do it. I really try to treat people who are lower than me. That are not okay. Let's talk about not, bad not people. Not lower than me, yeah. but people that I have power over. Yes, I really try to never uh, do. I, I try to never take advantage of them right. in any way. You know, I agree with that. I've definitely the because the job where I work in now is in the same industry as my horrible old toxic job. I have fucked with people from my old job who have tried to get in. Yeah, I've just oh, been totally. Like, nope. Oh man, I did that. Do to not a, hire. Yeah, do not hire. No, and that's I did that to a girl. In a very small way. So I go to yoga. I'm completely addicted to hot eight yoga. Yeah. The cult. And uh, it's great. But there's a girl in there who was a mean bitch to me. And she then tried to get a job at Influential. Oh. And I fucked her. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good for you. How was she a bitch? That was so awkward. Wait, let, she, wait, wait. Let's, yes. Let's, uh, let's identify how she was a bitch. So she <laughs> is. Maybe I'm jumping too fast. She like was one of the people. She's kind of like, uh, there's a group there that's like the central kind of click of people who go there and they always what? sit in the same area Ugh, yuck yeah and uh she always <laughs> like gave life. me really dirty looks and was kind of like grossed out by me and one time i was bringing my weights back and yeah. she kind of like bumped into me and i dropped a weight yeah. by accident on the ground and she said she like like gave me like a really big look and said watch it dude what yeah and i was like You're in elementary school yeah i was like whoa and then later on, she like tried to be real nice to me. I was like, "Oh, I'm applying for a job at uh, this place, the place I work." And, oh, blah, blah, blah. and I was you? like, "I was like, oh, interesting. Tell me your story." And then I immediately went. <laughs> I told them to fuck. Good. Yeah. Fuck her. Fuck her, man. Yeah. I hate her. Yeah, she sucks. She no, she. You can tell she was like not a great. Just uh, she had issues. Parents. Um. Her dad. Yeah. Who knows? Guy. He was the yoga teacher. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so what are we talking about? Guns? <laughs> well, we were gonna we were gonna touch on this recent. I I'm hesitant to talk about it because I'm so sick of the discussion around it. It's just the dumbest. I'm with you. Like incident, but it, I don't know. It seems to trigger all kinds of things in people. Yep. Uh, which is this, the, the thing at the, at the it was like the the pro life. M- March that was happening, Right to Life, and also it was like the Indigenous People's Day March that was happening concurrently. And the, the you know that happened here as well. So me and uh, Neiman here both have one wheels that we're completely obsessed with. Was that what I saw on your Instagram? Yeah, story one wheels are the greatest product, the greatest ever, product ever made. You know, our our grandchildren will get stem cells and all these amazing therapies and live till two hundred. But at least we got this. We got the one yeah. wheel, yeah. and it's like a real life hoverboard. What is it? It's a wheel. It's like a, it's a imagine wheel, a, and there's one of them. Imagine a, a Segway meets a skateboard, except there's a race car, giant race car wheel in the middle. Okay, that's like totally impenetrable, yeah. and it's electronic. Goes really fast, and it just can go over anything. You have to balance. Or essentially, it's, it's self balancing. Okay, it's amazing. It's it's remarkable. Ten, you know, some stoner guys in Santa Cruz who had engineering degrees spent ten years on building this product, which simulates a snowboard feeling or a surfboard feeling it's like just, on concrete mm. and it's the, and la is the best place to have it, it because you can just float around anywhere it's right. really you ride it and we rode it the other day together and it was like this is like we went, incredible we, we went through the pro-life 
rally after the... So we rode through the Women's March. It was the day of the Women's March. We rode through that, and then we went to the park, not really having anywhere to go, and we came across another march that we thought was the Women's March, but then we realized this is the pro-life march. Yes. That's happening on the same day as the Women's March. A lot of crazies there. So we did, like, both marches. Nice. Yeah. But we we floated through them. What did you think of, like, the energy between the different marches? Well, I mean, what I read about the L.A. Women's March after the fact kind of clouds my view of that overall. I didn't, I didn't like it. It was crazy over there. The, the, the pro-life one was actually nicer, not that I would ever attend it. <laughs> yeah. But they, they had great Christian rock. Uh, you know, there, there was a <laughs> what? mariachi band. No, the huge... Was it a Christian it was, mariachi It was probably 30% band? Hispanic. Yeah. It was, Catholics. you know, all the, normal, or, all the normal Catholic attendees. Yes. And then, uh, you know, good... What did presence. you not like about the women's march? It was on the, they didn't have the prime real estate for that event. That was just on the streets, you know. Elliot Roger here. The Christians got the, the Christians got the prime real estate in the brand new park. We wanted to go skate over there, um, or one wheel over there, um, but the music was better for sure. Well, yeah, it's I don't know. I felt like there was a certain like overhanging darkness in the pro life rally. Right. Like there was a, it was much more. Like, we're having a good time, oh, right, yeah. guys? That's, you that's, know, which was any, kind of the right wing. The same Christian, deal. yeah. Any yeah. kind of Christian group together, there's just a, like a like a trying too hard to feeling. have fun, yeah. yeah. Whereas really, there was kind of a darkness and any, like. Anytime I go to like vacation Bible school in the summertime when I was a kid, yeah. you go in there and there's just that like we're having we're so having much fun, fun, guys. Just and, like the people who aren't Christian, yeah. right? You we know? can have a party too. Yeah, we, we can, can talk about too, right. Jesus. Yeah, and that's how it felt to me. Like we can have a party too. Yeah, and uh, the women's march, though it is. Tr- I mean, this is a big uh, mold bug point. Is that liberals have always been a lot sexier than conservatives. You know, it's always the sexier choice. It's a more attractive world to be a part of. And I did kind of feel like that, like the down, the the women's March looked more fun. Like it seemed more fun. Like it seemed like there was more fun being had at that March. Um, and I didn't really get the vibe of this is all disgusting armpit hair, blue haired feminists who aren't in shape. Like it seemed like, families and like i don't know it seemed kind of yeah i think a lot of people went there with their whole family right um you know not that i uh, I, we weren't there i agree i mean i do remember i saw at one point like the women's march walking and above there was like three dudes cutting down like tree branches like working on a saturday (laughs) afternoon just just kind of like this is America. Like the working class men just like almost dying with chainsaws, <laughs> like getting paid minimum wage while, you know, the women's march is marching, you know. Do you see any good them. signs? No. 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 We didn't go for either march. Yeah, we just kind of we went, went we wanted to get yeah. just buzzing around. Fucking ramen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got ramen. Ramen. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, because no Two else. boys out on their little one wheels. Lovely, one lovely wheels. day. So yeah. you're... Earlier, we discussed how you guys had met because you were introduced by friends, and then I joked that you guys hung out in New York together alone, but now you're actually doing that in L.A., so that... Right, because when two guys hang out alone, it's definitely gay. I'm not the one... I didn't imply anything. (laughs) This is your thing, is that you always think that I'm implying gay stuff, but I really wasn't. It's just just fun 
to think of like two men in their thirties. It's a lovely date. You got hanging out. Why is that so? No, riding around on one wheels. It like, was fun. It was great. <laughs> my, my business, my business partner told me I'm never allowed to be seen by anybody in our industry on the fucking thing. That's what Why? I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. That's the, what I'm it's getting. Not, at. It's not the coolest looking thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. It is. Little, I, I had that thought. We last do it because we have this. fun, and yeah. we're getting older, and we haven't felt fun like that in a yeah. long time. People definitely. Alex Bott told me that last night. He was like, "You look so dumb on that." Yeah, but, but I. Love it! It's so fun. Because you're not like, very good on it. <laughs> oh, screw just you. kidding! Just kidding! That was a joke. Screw you, man! I'm a great at one wheeling. I know. No, no, I'm not you know that. I'm good. getting closer. I'm not yes, that good. Come back, Charles. Thank you. I'm not that good at. It. I don't have board sports experience. You do. I've never. I, I'm poor. I don't fucking know how to do the snowboard or anything like that. Next topic. Anyway, are you, are you claiming poor status? No, I'm not really poor, but anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so so anybody listening knows what happened. We don't need to rehash the details. No, let's rehash it oh, for a God. second. So you want to hear something crazy? I actually never even watched the video. Well, it's just like why bother? Yeah, because right. nobody was injured. Nobody got hurt. Like nothing happens. Happened. At all. So what does happen? Because I didn't watch it. It's, tell me what happens. It's well. First of all, the, what's this called? It's the Native American drummer man versus guy in the red maggot, hat. Maggot team. And why are we talking about it? And why are we talking about it? Because there was a little shutdown going on that week, and yes. yet that was the lead. But yeah, it was so strange that this was a thing that that spanned multiple news cycles because that's very uncommon now. Like usually, yeah, we have it's a one thing and, and it's done. Gone. Whereas this went on and on. Yeah, and this clearly like, struck a, a chord for a lot. Of yeah, people. and I was I just really. I I felt so out of it, like I just couldn't give a shit. About I just don't any watch that shit anymore. I don't even indulge. I, I just I, don't click. That was my big problem. I was like, why is like if somebody had gotten injured, like if they beaten the guy up yeah. or or some or spit or whatever, some kind of assault, but it was just nothing. Kid yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. So what was the controversy? Though? Well, the, the original video was like the guy is drumming. The Native American, Nathan Phillips, I think his name is, he's drumming and like there's this giant group of kids with Make America Great Again hats on that are doing like tomahawk chops and chanting at him. And then there's that specific kid, Nicholas, whatever, Sandman, who's standing in front of him with this teenage boy douchebag smirk on. So that went around Twitter and social media and everybody said, "Oh, these uh, these teenagers are harassing this poor That's right. Native American man who's just there for this." But then there was additional footage that showed, like earlier, the teens had been harassed by the the black Israelites, uh, which, if you don't know, is a delightful no. They're downtown sometimes. Group guys. of trolls yeah. that, have, and if you've lived in any major city, you've had those guys screaming. I mean, it's it's almost hilarious just because it's so crazy. Yeah. No, they're like they believe white people are like a parasite, yeah. subhuman. Yeah. There's twelve tribes, and, and yeah. white people are born to be the servants of the twelve right. tribes or yeah. something. Yeah. So those guys were yelling shit at the kids. The kids were yelling shit back at them, and there was a sort of standoff between the two. And then Nathan Phillips came in with a drum, I guess, to bum, try bum, to bum, bum, bum. make it feel. I don't know, to just dispel it. But with the black Israelites, like, you're not going to... They're always going to be angry trolls. They're never going to be called Yeah, they're like Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, they're black Westboro Baptist Church is what they are. It's the same fucking thing. So I don't even really understand... So, okay, so people were pissed on the left because it looked like these white guys were imitating tomahawks to the 
the name like they were harassing. Video? Was that in the initial video? That I don't remember. I'm, it's so confusing just, keeping track of what the cut. video was. Just a, it looked like an asshole kid. Yeah, standing yeah. there, stoic, not. You know, I mean, I, I can imagine a lot of kids would throw a punch or, or say something nasty. This kid didn't, but he's just an asshole kid, you know, with misguided views and probably shitty parents. But, but maybe not. I don't. It know. was. I mean, he does have a very punchable look on his face. Oh, like so anybody that looks at that face and go and, and can't see that he's smirking. Is, I mean, you're, you're lying to yourself. He is like being smirky, but it doesn't. So why has he then been forgiven by the larger video? Well, I don't know that they've been forgiven, but I think they just claim that there's more context and that he what they weren't harassing Nathan Phillips. Like Nathan Phillips walked up on them in the uh, midst of this confrontation. So why were they doing the the Who tomahawk the thing? Was this just naturally viral? Or yes, did it, it, I think uh, the somebody put up. Well, there's theories about how that came up, but there's the, somebody put up the original edited clip where it just looked like they were bothering this guy, and the larger scene of what was happening wasn't involved. So I, I guess in the release of the larger video, people like this is a little more nuanced because it's not clear if they were being supportive when they were chanting with him or if they were mocking him. Uh, but then there's another video or a longer, you know, I didn't watch two hours of this shit. I've only read summaries. I'm not spending my time yeah. watching two hour long videos. But there's things where like some of those, the Make America Great hat teens were yelling shit at some of the women's marchers. Uh, so it was just... It, it's a fucking hat, man. When when was the last time there's been a symbol for a president in the United States? Or, or, or I mean, come on. It's not like Obama. Yeah, I had know. Well, it's powerful. Hat. I mean, it's powerful and very I mean, interesting so, that so we have the reaction that. to that is, is what's going on right now. That it's, you know what's really funny? The other day when we were watching the football game, we were at L.A. Beer Garden, and yeah. this huge line starts forming right outside. Was it the... The black, the black. It was Blexit with with no it, black people. Yeah, so <laughs> no, no, it was a lot of black. There were a lot of black people in MAGA hats. There were a lot of white people too. Why are you but, wearing your MAGA hat? Today? <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, but it was it was huge. Candace Owens brings the people out, man. She really does. I don't know. I saw some clips, and it didn't look like that many black people I in was, the Blexit line. No, there was a lot. Okay, I, I was there, and I talked to them. They're very friendly. Yeah, and it's all about black people leaving the Democratic yes. Party, followed by. Uh, but you're right. I mean, the, the MAGA hat is such an interesting symbol, isn't it? The yes. P, it infuriates people. Just seeing it right. is like infuriating, you right. know, which is really crazy and weird. Yeah. And what an asshole to wear it, though. Fuck you. <coughs> I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. You would, I mean, did you buy any? Do, do, do you have, have one? one? I don't have one, no. You wanted one. No. Would you wear one? You know, Evan, my my ex friend Evan, we had a big falling out. Which uh, our guest yeah, Evan, our guest Evan. What? Yeah, I know it's sad. Uh, no, I what? need to hear about this he, immediately. He used to. Uh, he used to. He in the very beginning, he was pro Trump. He yeah. started pro Trump. Yeah, I remember that. And he wore. He used to wear a mega hat. But yeah. This was before. Yeah, you guys had this discussion. Stigma. This was before the the big. Well, stigma. let's go back. What? Evan is a beloved guest. It, but what happened? He was awesome on the show. Great. Yeah, he was our, our beloved guest. Do we need uh, to have a? I don't know. Sad. It makes me sad. I didn't handle myself very well. Obviously, I have a horrible temper, and mm. I do things I always regret when I have temper. Uh, <clears throat> but he is also has his issues that I won't right. get into now. But uh, 
I don't know. You know what you guys said about me having a falling out with somebody? That would be how I would fall from grace. Yes. That really stuck with me because I definitely... No, that's that's guaranteed to happen. Uh, (laughs) There's no question. No, it's not guaranteed to happen because I'll never be in grace anyway. So it doesn't matter. If you do... Yeah. You're going to fall out with no, whoever just, helped I'm you get kidding. there. I shouldn't say on I don't believe that anyway. I mean, I, I, I think I could. I just think, uh, yeah, I need to really try and... Shocking news. Falling out with people. So um, so, oh, I want to do a little pl- a quick plug before we get back. Speaking of people you've fallen out with, we're, we're having our guest... Oh, yeah. Uh, we have an upcoming guest who is very familiar to everyone who listens to the show because a large portion of our audience are listeners of him or former listeners of him. Uh, Adam Todd Brown will be on the show after... Uh, probably he'll be on the 19th will be when I put out that episode. So if you have things for us to talk about with Adam, he and Isaac had a Twitter feud that I'm curious to see how. Well, we didn't have a falling out because we never were friends. But resolves. we, you know, we we were never friends yes. at all. So yes. it's not doesn't really. So count. very exciting. But Get ready. Yeah, he's going to come in uh, guns a blazing. Yes, that's going to be fun. We're going to be ready. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, promise me we'll never have a falling out, Neiman. If I, we do. Just f- please forgive me for being. You don't have enough power over me, Isaac. Oh, oh. Uh, damn. Okay, now we're gonna have a falling out, yeah. motherfucker. No, just kidding. How have we not had a falling out yet? Why we do you have. think that is? When? Really? Um, I mean, we've gotten in fights. I mean, like not physical fights, but we've gotten in arguments. Uh, I Who think we never had a falling Who'd out. Who would win if there was a physical fight? Oh. Just, just, hmm. no, I, the answer is obvious. It's yeah. not a. Oh, it's obviously me. It's I, obviously no me. way. I can't imagine Isaac fighting. I'm a good fighter. I've never with lost that, with a that fight. voice. That um, I'm actually a good fighter. What do you mean you can't imagine me fighting? Okay. Screw you. All right. All these secure. insults. All these what, insults coming from me. What are we... Uh, what, here comes getting a falling out. <laughs> what are we going to fall out about? <laughs> or out. why haven't we had one? What's the reason? Uh, I think because I, you are just such an incredibly difficult person that I just accept that you are this insanely is, difficult. This is gaslighting. I'm not difficult at all. I'm extremely easy to deal with. You are a difficult person, Charles. No, I need to break it. That's not correct. I think you're reasonable, Charles. Thank you. Every I'm not a I difficult person. I, really, I'm not. I, this is you've you've gaslit yourself into thinking this, and myself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And me for a while, and then I was like, wait, no, I'm fine. I don't. I'm very reasonable. Name one unreasonable. I, you're not thing. not reasonable. That's a different thing. Well, what's, that's ir- you're not. Uh, you're a very reasonable person. You're very reasonable and rational. It's the you're most just reasonable very thing I've ever heard Isaac yeah. say. How am I difficult, difficult then? Let's let's focus on difficult. Okay, let's not even get into this. But no, you, let's, people why, who why know not? Charles is Charles not a difficult human being? I am not Very a difficult, difficult human being. Give me one example, and I'll dismiss it. You, anytime anyone texts you for any reason, okay, any millions of examples, but you have <laughs> zero tolerance at all for anyone making what you consider a social faux pas or saying anything to you that you don't approve of as like the way you should behave. And when somebody doesn't behave the way that you say that they should, you immediately pounce I don't think and don't forgive them. You don't you don't give anybody room to like You're be talking themselves. very general, but you are a person who who violates all kinds of social norms constantly. And so it's not unusual that I would get annoyed by that happening. Uh, well, it, okay. But I'm saying you, not just with me, who? when anyone does who? anything to you, that Who's you anyone? find something. Anybody that's in your life, you always say like this person, 
you know, did some small social thing and fuck that. Yeah. You see, I love how he structures his arguments. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Yeah. It's like, you know, when they yeah. shake. you know, when this thing when happens, happens and I don't have I'm a specific giving, example. Uh, okay. You want specific examples? Yes. How about when you came to me and started saying some shit recently on text and I tried to give you advice and you immediately texted back. I don't want your fucking advice. <laughs> no, I remember <laughs> That's this. It. Oh, oh, come on. Is this, this I, is such a dumb thing. No, this is, this is interesting because this about. is, uh, we're just taking a little side jaunt, but it's not, it's just that sometimes I remember this incident because what I was doing was venting about my annoying boss that I have. Uh-huh. So when somebody vents to you, they don't necessarily want this advice is exactly what I'm about, about the situation. This is what I'm talking about. You have this code of things that this is what you're supposed but to do. But I think this is common behavior. Like He's like saying empathetic listening is yeah. like this code <laughs> this of is things. What you, like, this, is, this is what you always You always have advice, Neiman. That's what you do. But I like I know that when I call you, you're going to have a lot of advice for me just because that's what how you are. But this is You what, know who I am. Like You know what I'm going to do. You can't come to me and then expect me to like be a different person. No, no, no. Expect me to be a different person, but you don't... We don't always need a take. You always have to have a take about everything instead of just going... Like when somebody comes... That's my love language is, is having, having a take. That's what I do. <laughs> this is my point. But I'm saying, it's like, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, Charles, tell me about your problems. Like, I'm not really that type of person. I'm going to, I'm going to like listen and have some advice, but it's like, that's how I communicate. But you don't all, it's not always necessary to offer. Sometimes people don't want that from you. Sometimes people oh, just yeah, want to sure. say, this is a thing that happened and you go, oh, okay. And they, they want a sympathetic ear. And the reason to message you about that is you're familiar with annoying office shit as much as I am. Yes. So fine. me just complaining about something doesn't mean I need you to tell me I, how to handle it. That's completely fine. Yes. Quick, but when, when fuck I, that guy. I, that sucks. Yeah, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. That's all sure. I did. What are we going to talk perfect, about this But I can't show? act Thank perfectly you. all the time. So when you're messaging me about something and I'm in the middle of work and 8 million things going on and I'm sitting there trying to like be like okay yeah charles i agree this is like blah 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 and i don't do it perfectly you don't have to pounce on it's me. not not perfectly it's completely not what is needed in okay. a situation all right well i'm an asshole you guys both win me. all right Fine. so let's get back to the the mega head kids uh god damn so nicholas sandman was i don't know if he got doxxed they figured out who he was eventually and they published uh information about his mom and his dad because his mom is like a, works for a bank or something. I don't know. I don't want to spread misinformation. Fantastic apology note or uh, public statement. So I thought it was like a more a PR firm. Thing. Yeah, like, PR firm I know, wrote wrong. that for him. And then he was on Good Morning America, I think. I was interviewed by Samantha Guthrie. It, I just couldn't get my head around why this made mattered to anybody. I didn't understand why people were so upset and I didn't understand why it lived through so many news cycles. I just couldn't get it. But it pointed to me to this problem, I think, that we're going to continue to have where we just live in Rashomon all the time where nobody looks at a thing and has any common ground with yeah. somebody else because it's all about your tribe, right. like your team. So yeah. it's team, <clears throat> yeah. team, team Here's my take. versus right. team Nazis. Right, yeah, that's what it is. And it's uh, right, it's whoever's on, I need to digest this information, come up with a take that uh, agrees and amplifies what my audience wants to hear, basically. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> it's true. I and mean, that's what people mean when they say we're living in a post-truth world, that 
anybody can just interpret any of these things to mean whatever they want, basically. I just think that's the priority which we have to fix as a society well, here yeah, these days. Eventually, I mean, it's not I mean a you know, world. a great leader. What does a great leader do? A great leader brings people together. That's always what happens. A great a great leader unites the tribes, and that's when a place gets very powerful. Is when somebody you know unites the tribes of of Israel, unites the the states of Rome into one thing. That's Consen- what a great consensus. leader does. And we haven't had a great leader in a really long time. And we've had, you know, leaders that can unite part of the tribe or blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, there just hasn't really been anybody that just captures everyone that everybody can get behind in so fucking long. But do you think that's going to happen? I don't think that's going to happen. I think it happen. has to. I mean, somebody's got to save us from this shit. I mean, what I think is going to happen, which is the only thing that has ever happened, is war. You know, and war really will bring us together. You know, I think that we're going to get fucking totally destroyed by what, China. What kind of war? I mean, you know, again, this is, I mean, there is going to be another massive war, right? That's, there's no question about that. The only question is when, how far into the future is that going to happen? Mm. And I think it's probably pretty obvious it's going to be between China and America. And what is it going to be over? Who knows? Probably Israel. But (laughs) one of our attorneys is a Jew. Uh, But, you know, and and I think that we will get completely destroyed by China. I think it will not even be close. Like, it's going to be classic kind of not David and Goliath, but we think we have this big hubris. We spend all our money on the army. We have all these big toys and it's just going to be they're going to come in and just completely destroy the Western. I mean, I think they'll dominate us completely. It's my prediction. I'm going to get those nuclear bombs and. Oh, well, Deactivate ours. Yeah, with there'll, their be, Hay- there'll be nukes. Hayway cell phones. There'll definitely Hay-way. be nukes. They'll be in more nuclear war. You think it'll be like an actual physical war and not more economic war? Of course, there'll be another physical war. You know, we need one. We got to kill half the fucking, you know, 20% of the population anyway to keep going. You know, we got to cull the. Fact check. No, you don't, Isaac. That's just a. You don't need to kill. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just threw that number out. Is that based on anything? I, no, it's not based okay. on anything. Yeah. I, I mean, overpopulation is a big problem, sure. right? Hmm. Uh, that's not that entirely true. I mean, is it not? Uh, just build higher, move people to cities, colonize Wa- space, water reclamation. We need aliens. Of, that's yeah, what we I need. Know, right? That's the well, that'll that'll get things going. Well, actually, probably not. We'll probably still be feuding about if the aliens are real, what do the aliens want, the yeah. aliens liberals or conservatives. <laughs> so are they no, racist? We need yeah. those aliens racist. <laughs> are, they, are they good leaders? Can they bring yeah. people together? Yeah. The aliens. Well, they will if they invade. Let's hope. Could you imagine if that actually happened? Wow. That would be cool. Alien invasion? I would be so happy. Lots of happened. anal probes. Who was the last mm. great leader, Isaac, that you... Um, I think Obama was almost a good leader. I think he just it was all uh, kind of hurt him for the bringing <laughs> people together thing. The no, I think he did. I think he brought people together. Unfortunately, he didn't keep people together. You know, I think he. I think he was a great uh, man. Uh, no, I don't think he was a great man. I don't think Obama <laughs> is a great man. I think Obama was a great picture of a man, and then he. It turned out that he was not really anything. Oh, I think he was just a little inexperienced, and it's hard to get shit done in Washington. Came out guns blazing, and yeah. people told him. And the told Republicans were such assholes. Well, he matters. also, uh, he, yeah, no, and I blame the, the neocons. He for sought too. consensus so much, too much, and it was ultimately kind of his downfall a little bit because he, the 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 people he was seeking consensus from just weren't going to give it to him. They 
be- I think because they saw his potential for what you're talking about, and they they wanted to prevent that from happening. Yeah. Uh, the other example, this is a much smaller one. I don't know if you followed this, but Joe Rogan had on this comedian who had a who got kicked off the stage at at a, like a college recently. And this is another case of like completely different stories about what was going on when he was performing. Because he claims he went up there and he was doing well in his set, and then he made a joke that got people a little bit upset. And so the group that sponsored him to be there just came out and were like, uh, you're done. Whoa. And some of this... What was the joke? I don't remember. Mm. If you guys if you guys look up... A lot of comedy people know what I'm talking about, but I don't remember the guy's name. I'm just thinking that's off the top of my head. I didn't have it written down. But then there's like stories from some of the students about what was happening, and they claim he was bombing and doing too much crowd work and annoying the crowd, and that he just wasn't doing well in the first place. So this was like a series of events that led them to pulling him off. So it was just interesting to me because there's no, maybe there's footage of it, but it was another case where it's just two completely opposite interpretations of right. what was happening. And it's t- to some extent fueled by what your politics are. Like it's what Sam Harris always says. He goes, why is it that if I know what your opinion is on climate change, I can predict what your opinion is on abortion? Is that that doesn't make any sense? It's an interesting observation. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's ongoing with all these things. Like, well, it's psychological. I mean, I think this is a big part of Jordan Peterson's research, right? Is uh, that? Oh no! <laughs> is that? Uh, <laughs> is that conservatism and liberalism is a psychological thing that you're kind of born with? Right. Like, you don't really uh, like. I think I have always, you know. I was born with like a more conservative mind, like a more right wing mind, I think. And I grew up very liberal because that was what was really imputed onto me. But I think I always kind of questioned it, you know? Yeah. And I think it wasn't until really recently and when I got older and I read the right things and I saw the right things that I realized like, oh, I have a more, with the way that Jordan Peterson divides it, right? In terms that liberals are compassionate and conservatives are naturally conscientious. Yeah. So a liberal cares about like the individual, the disenfranchised person. They're very worried about the bottom people that they're not getting crushed, right? Yeah. Whereas a conscientious person is worried about the good of the system, of the whole, of the the majority, you know, because those are people too. But it's like it's more of a systemic concern. And I'm totally systemically concerned. Like it bugs the fuck. That's why I agree with AOC. And Bernie on the taxing of above ten million because to me, it's a systemic problem when people can hoard wealth. Right. That's a problem with the system. It's like it's like what can go wrong will go no wrong. So you have to fix the system to in order to fix that. Whereas a liberal person, I think, is more concerned about feeling sorry for the person on the bottom of the food chain. Whereas I don't really feel that. I don't like feel very sorry for. Sure. The disenfranchised, you know? I mean, I do, I feel that somewhat, but I'm more leaning towards like the systemic things, you know? So I think <clears throat> that's why people are, their opinions are so predictable because they kind of have this naturally imputed psychological predisposition and then the issues just fall in those But some issues, I, I don't even know that they do fall in those buckets, like, I don't know that you, just because you're compassionate versus conscientious, you can be predictive of 
like everything on the political well, spectrum. Well, let's try it. Yeah, so right. why why does a liberal, for example, hate the death penalty but love abortion? That's hypocritical, right? So why? no, I don't. I don't agree. That's hypocritical at all. Okay, so then, but why? Why does that make sense? And it's the opposite on the other side, right? Why does a conservative hate abortion but love the death penalty? Sure. Not that this is true of all of them, but I'm saying like in general. Yeah. Do you think that's hypocritical on the other side? Um, I think you can't say one's not hypocritical without the yeah, other. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I just I think they get tied together because it's an easy argument, but they're very separate. I mean, if you're making if you're making a anti death penalty argument from like a catholic standpoint then then that's different i think a lot of those arguments are made that way like how can you be in favor of how can you be against the death penalty but in favor of abortion but they're different because the death penalty is an action carried out by the state right and abortion is not abortion is carried out on an individual basis so they're not really related in that same way because it's not the government making the decision to abort a baby but it is the government making the decision to kill a prisoner and you know, so I don't really find those arguments to be related. Well, if you're arguing it that from a life is precious standpoint, sure, then yes. If you're saying we can't kill people in prison because life is precious, then it's hard to turn around and say, but blah 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 about abortion. My instinct, though, is that the argument you just made is painted on top of people's natural reactions to the issue, right? Sure. Like it's not they're not really thinking, oh, it's because it's the government, blah blah blah. They're hearing the issue. And they're having an immediate instantaneous, instantaneous emotional reaction, and then they're finding ways to justify that emotional reaction using logic. But really, it's just an emotional reaction to each issue. And I feel, I like again, when I think emotionally about the issue of abortion, I reject it. Like I'm like, no, that's bad. Like don't do that, right? Whereas when I think emotionally about the issue of the death penalty, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, kill those people. Like, that's how I emotionally react. And then, of course, I have to sit around and think, oh, let me think of arguments to justify these emotions I have. But then doesn't that go against what you're talking about conscientiousness-wise? No, because... because, uh, Well, okay, so... The the death penalty is a systemic issue. No, the death penalty... Well, okay, so thinking about it systemically... Right. The death penalty is why the fuck would the system take the resources of, you know, 60 grand a year to keep these people alive? It's stupid. Just kill them. You know, why are we paying for them to sit in a cage somewhere? There's no fucking point. But that's not I mean, that's not even remotely accurate. Like it's more expensive. The death penalty is more expensive. It, it, that's, true. No, that's a very good, that's a very good argument. So yes. exactly. So again, all we're doing now is layering on these logical reasons. And then I can say back. Oh, well, uh, that's a problem. Uh, another systemic problem that needs to be fixed, which is... Appeals. Appeals. Yes. So, again, I don't really know. And then abortion on the other side, you say, well, uh, you know, systemically, it's really gross to be killing potential kids or whatever. I don't know. You know, again, it doesn't totally fit. You're right. But, yeah. I, you know, I think you can kind of roughly maybe say that this is why people are... Uh, disposed to it. I don't know. You guys tell me. What do you think? Why does Sam Harris say that? Probably because people that don't believe in climate change also go to... I know, but why? But it's a great question that Sam Harris is raising. It's why is that so predictable? But it's even separate from anything. Like, you can point to... You can point to one issue totally not related to a different one, right? So, let's say... I'm trying to think of... Uh, a good example guns college loans yeah why let's say policy yeah if 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 i know your position on the second amendment and guns 
why do I also know your opinion on yeah tax policy? Right. Why is that? Why do I know this? Right, two I know, but what? But so why? Why do you think? Because there's a nice narrative out there that. Because I, th- I, I think. But that's pe- true on both sides. both sides. Yeah, of course, it's not one or the other. So why are people so predictable? Because they want to be in their their gangs. They want to be on a team. Yeah, and, and they and they want to fit in that team. Yeah, your team believes these things. This is what the team believes, and this is what we do. This is what we do. So on how do you side. choose your team, though? Then. I mean, I think there's a mix of things, right? I think disposition, as you mentioned, is a big part of it for sure. There's definitely personality types that are one way or another. Um, I think how you're raised affects it too, either pro or against. Some people grow up with very conservative parents. Right. So then somebody like me, why would I, if I'm choosing teams, why would I have switched from being very liberal to being, you know, which I, what I was raised to being not very conservative at all, but more like right wing minded. Your guy looking for the looking for a team still, I think, is yeah, the issue. Right. Yeah. Is that it? It's like yeah. it's like I don't I wasn't happy with this team, so I wanted to go to the other well, team. You're, you're annoyed by some aspects of this team. Yeah, so and you want a different you don't team. want to be associated with those parts of it. Right. Because yeah, there's some there's some stuff on the left that's annoying and you're like, right. I, I don't want people to think leftist or liberal and look at me and also look at these clowns over here. Right, right. But it's the but same. But I don't want the people to think conservative and look at me either. I mean, right. I don't, you know, I don't want that either. I don't want to be like some, you know, Bible thumping. Right. That is person. why when you look at the United States in a travel guide, it says, you know, it's polite not to talk about politics in our country. Yes. You know, it, it, it it's not something you need to put out of there and put out on the Internet. It's fucking listen. No one fucking knows this. This shit's crazy right now. I mean, look around. Listen to the news. It's all crap. You guys are smart guys. We don't know. You get your news from fucking Reddit. Drudge. Drudge. <laughs> I don't if, get my I thought news you were from joking there. You, Drudge is, but, you don't like Drudge? No, I mean, you could see what they're saying, but that's not where I'm going to go click to find my content. Where do you get your news? I, I slave through the goddamn times on you my read I the pay, times. No, I just pay for it every month and then read a few articles. You read the digital or the print? The digital. And it, you know, it's it's hard. It's a it's a question. It's like how the how do we overcome the viral nature of all our news right now oh, yeah, when we just had goddamn Trump elected and even even the the pubs are going to come be coming back over soon just saying fuck this guy because you know, it's like this country has an issue with news problems, leadership. I mean, problems. it's supercharged by the internet for We're sure. Talking about, I MAGA think Trump hats. will lose in twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't think he has much of a chance. I mean, I think uh, unless the Dems this totally nor- fuck it this up. This is not oh. a normal time to say how you think is going to happen. This is crazy. To go, I think he's going to lose. I mean, you have a real investigation out there, which will come to a conclusion before the next election. It, there, there is going to either be something real bad for Trump in there, or or not so bad for him and his family. And if there's something bad there, I don't. I, this investigation is just so uninteresting. To me. I think if I think if it comes out and he has nothing, <laughs> he, he he would cut. Everybody like, would get back on his. What are we even talking about now? Didn't this begin with Russia? Now we're talking about some other shit. It's like wasn't this a Russian investigation? Now we're talking about something else that happened. Still no, we're not talking about anything. Nothing. No, because it's like, collusion it's, well, but what did Stone do? He did something with with WikiLeaks. Lied so it's to like Congress. Now WikiLeaks well, this, is standing in for well, Russia. In, just, in just any in any fun. investigation, the same thing happened with Clinton and happened. With, yeah, I actually have a book out there you should read called Shadow, well, which I think is it was about bullshit. What happened to Clinton too? You should. 
Yeah, I'm just tired. You should read Shadow because it's it's about all the various investigations that administrations have had to deal with. And they function all in the same lines. There's an initial starting point, but as the investigation proceeds, you uncover a variety of other crimes that may or may not have taken place. Right. So those also get investigated right. and prosecuted. <clears throat> so, well, it's what happened with Clinton, right? He perjured himself in that... God, watch the Clinton affair. It's so fucking good. Yeah, and you c- see the moment he perjured himself in a deposition about Monica Lewinsky. And that's... So he was already getting deposed yeah. as part of the other investigation. Yeah, were, and then he perjured himself about Monica Lewinsky, which is why he got impeached yes. later. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. the same. The, it, the, Ken Starr is... In, well, the independent counsel wasn't initially investigating Lewinsky. They start, it was a Whitewater-related Right, thing. yeah. No, totally. Exactly. So, yeah, it's. I think the internet is is making people crazy, and I I think just spending less time worrying about these incidents that don't I think even. We're adjusting, honestly. I think I. I What's you the know, biggest issue that we should care about today? How about that? Like, how do you prioritize issues? Everybody, just, you know, something's important. You know, there's another shiny thing to care about ten right. seconds later, and we pivot so quickly from issue to issue, and there's no sustained effort to come to consensus on things well, some, that there is consensus around some people are sorry to, some people are i think but there's do I, do? I don't know if that's issues it's just we it, we're getting very distracted by stuff all the time that's not well this video is a great example yeah it's it's like clearly the situation was sort of nebulous and, and right stuff, it's a nebulous situation and also not it. that important overall <laughs> because nothing happened and I understand its symbolism and why it bothers people for all these reasons, but it's like, okay, if we can't, everyone is just arguing in bad faith about it. Yeah, That's right. what's so ridiculous is all these people who are like, oh, the, you know, this kid is being harassed and he's being doxxed and it's terrible. Why would you do this to children? It's like, okay, but you also are, were in favor of this when it was people like from Parkland. That It's fine when it's David Hogg, but it's not okay when it's Nicholas Sandman. Right, That's right. really weird. Like, I find that to be I know. gross. Well, and I think that the thing that people are really struggling with now, and I wrote an article about this, is there is no code of conduct. Right. <laughs> because everybody is being, as you're saying, arguing in bad faith all the time. Yes. Every There's a zillion Ezra Kleins out there running the media who are constantly... No, 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 no. no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, was, I was reaching... I was re- reaching for the Jew. I was button. reaching for the One this. of our attorneys... <laughs> Is a Jew. <laughs> no, but Sam Harris is Jewish. He doesn't do that. So what I'm saying is uh, there's a lot They're of people... not all bad, Charles. <laughs> yeah. Not all bad. This is just fucking tiresome. There's a lot of this people out there who uh, are arguing in bad faith and who are not living up to any standard. You know, I mean, this is kind of the problem with the contemporary left is that, fine, run the media, but have a code of conduct. Like, if your central premise is judge people by the color of their... Uh, <laughs> Judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin, right? Which I certainly agree with. If that's the central premise, then live by that fucking rule. But they don't do that. They do it when it's convenient for them. And then as soon as it comes to doing that to white men, for example, it's, oh, yeah, no, no, we don't do that. If you're a white man, then shut the fuck up. And so it's like, okay, well, what are the rules here? Is there any code? Is there any like set of laws we can look at and say, this is, oh, we don't do this, we don't do this, we don't do this? Well, I think that's also... We don't have that. There's no framework. There's no moral framework. And and it ratchets up the conflict every time. Right. Because nobody... Because there's no right or wrong. There's no point to be right. And there's no point place to point to to say, that's the rule that you just broke. Like, don't do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's no rule about 
doxing kids that either side right. will follow. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, well, it's not on our side, so yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine because right. it's that guy. Yeah, this should be pure sh- Saul Alinsky. Sh- it's yes. very Saul Alinsky. It's you take what you're the other side did and then just like use it against them and then you do it yourself. Right. It's like so fucking evil. There's no re- repercussion for, you know, you're not going to be publicly shamed for putting something out there right. and letting it be taken over by the internet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you did that. You used to do that a lot. You know, you'd put out things early and see how people cover them. And then yeah, you'd I, see in the middle Facebook. of the night, you take down a posting once you, t- you know. You talk about Isaac's one Facebook that, glory days? Did, I think, oh, you know what, the post that really drove the back in my Facebook glory days, the people that drove, the one post people went the most insane about is when Robin Williams died. Oh. <laughs> I posted like something about how like. That's the one that I, I, I gave approval to. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote like I can't like Ro- all you fucking people out there like posting about how much you love Robin Williams and that's why he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and people lost their yes. fucking minds. Yeah. Like four people called me. Like my uncle was like, "What is wrong with you?" And well, that's like, who cares? That, about it? Like what? That's a perfect example of this case because there's a narrative about Robin Williams suicide, which is that he's a sad clown and the depression eventually just overtook him and he was just too sad. But that's not the reality. Like he had Louis body dementia right, yeah, and he, he was living in misery. And it's probably better that he killed himself right. for him because he was suffering so badly and there was nothing they could do for it. His friend Bobcat Goldthwait has said that. His wife has said that. Like, but that's not the thing that people want to hear. Yeah, right, right. They want to yeah. hear, sad clown yeah. kills himself. <laughs> yeah. I, Isaac takes the moment of national mourning and Turns it into a. I like know, that. Your love though. made him kill himself. <laughs> I liked that though. You I was. I was fine with that because everyone. I, anytime this happens, it's just so everyone is posturing and trying to pull this. Ugh. Yeah. You licked the microphone. Yeah, That's gross. Anyway, sorry, Everybody's back. posturing and trying to like attach this thing to themselves and and talk. Well, that's I, I what was, I was trying yes. to say. I yeah, didn't yeah. say it well, but I was trying to say that point, no, which was, is why are you making this about you? Yeah. You know? Well, that's all. That's all they ever do. That's I have a Facebook post yeah. that I always recycle, and it's like someone died, so here's a story about me. About me and them. Yeah. yeah right. Not even about them. It's usually just about me and right. and how they affected me and me, 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 me. me, me. me. Yeah, let me let me uh, hijack this news story so yes. I can get some likes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my point, and I think I was a little before my time with making that point, and I didn't make it well either. So yeah. I, uh, you know, people really lost their shit. But thank God I'm not on Facebook anymore. You guys, oh God, hey, people do God. people do change. You know, I don't fucking do this shit anymore. I don't troll people. But it sounds like you're saying that I should troll people more on the podcast. You go on the forum. That's where you should do your trolling. Yeah. People, people want you there. Why don't you ever respond yeah, when I send you that? Let me ask you this. When, when I send you an uh, email from listeners, why don't you ever respond to them? I don't have any time, okay. dude. I work 12 hours a fucking day, which is honestly, you know, that we'll, we'll have another episode about that another time. Mm. But yeah, it's not really a sustainable situation, honestly. But yeah. uh, I, th- I think we'll... you need to uh, spend a little more time communicating with listeners because one of the things I've been reading about podcasts is that you want what... engagement. Engagement with your listeners is key, yeah. and I think that it would be help because they email both of us. They don't want to just talk to me, but I'm the only one that ever says anything. So just ch- right. chime in occasionally, and I think that they would appreciate that. Yeah. All right. The end.
Hi, thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do some plugs now. This is just fucking tiresome. Yes, it is. I'm so sorry. You can turn it off if you're listening to this. Please email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. We will read your email and perhaps read it on air. Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. Sign up for an account. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on your platform, or if your platform doesn't allow ratings, do it on iTunes. It's very helpful. We're also available on Spotify, Player FM, Spreaker, a million places. Podbean. Podbean. Google Play Store. Anywhere. You can get it <coughs> literally on any yeah, site that has podcasts. If you have an Android, podcasts. we're all over that shit. As an Android user, I now know that a lot of podcasters like don't pay attention to their Android presence. Right. And it's very important. Um, also, if you want to find me, uh, you can look up Vandal Press on Medium. Uh, there's a website, VandalPress.com. There's a Twitter, Vandal, which is Vandal Press. Uh, you can find, that's my little writing project. Uh, you can follow my website at isaacsimpson.com and uh, you can LinkedIn me. I kind of like being LinkedIn. Mm. You can find me on all social media. <coughs> on my, thanks for coughing during my during play. You can. Don't pay attention to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> More attention for me, no attention for him. You can find me on all social media as Funzeroni. My website is funzeroni.com. You can go there. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye.